So I'd like to talk about living ageless and admiration. That line of admiration. Sometimes we can find ourselves admiring a person, but we can make that go quickly into becoming a jealousy and hoarding or becoming covenant of what someone else has. I noticed that because I was watching this little show and it was about these quads, which is five children, I think it is. And they had this one particular one. She was like the power horse of the rest of them. It just seems like everything they gave her, she mastered it, like, immediately. It was almost like she was that strongest, and the rest of them were almost like clones of her. It sounds weird, but it's the way I observed it. Again, I am a Virgo, so I'm very analytical. And, um... So she, they were all going to school. It was like kindergarten. And she, they evaluated them. They gave them a bunch of tests. And of course, she tested higher than her sisters. And so, which means that she would be in an accelerated class. And her sisters fell short, so they were like in the regular classrooms. So I don't know how much closer you can be as quadruplets. You all shared everything from day one. That morning, when she went to the school, she went to all the her sisters' classrooms. And she was like wishing them well. Wanted, was waving at all her sisters. And her sisters were in the class. And they all just really turned their heads the opposite way. And when she went to her class, because see, at this point, like two of them was in the same class because it was regular classes. And there was another, there was two other ones in a class together. But here she was, she was going to be alone. Her challenge was much deeper than theirs because she would now be separated from a part of herself. So she went to her class and she said something. My sisters all gave me a stink face. She was five years old. But it was such a shock to her system that her sisters were not happy for her. I don't think until that moment she realized that she had crossed a line that was making her assert her independence in a way that they were not able to. And it caused a rift and it put a wedge because it was a jealousy. They did not know how to admire her. And they were measuring themselves to her 
but when they fell short, it was now her fault. She had nothing to do with the fact that she was made in this way, that she would master things. Okay? And I remember she went to her classroom and she had this real strange meltdown. And she started crying and crying and crying. And all the other children in the class were trying to console her because they didn't really overstand or understand what was actually happening with her. But the fact that the people she wanted the most respect, mutual respect, it didn't happen. And I really believe that they never really cared or bothered to realize what they had done to their sister. She needed the most support. She would be in a class with all strangers by herself, separated from her sisters. They would be two in a class apiece. So they would have each other when they felt uncomfortable. She didn't have any that she didn't have that familiar. But then I saw such a strength in her because eventually she found that way. She found that fine line where she was allowing her classmates to reach out and she was beginning to communicate on another level. I think that really explains what it's like. How lonesome it is when you have people just not for your highest good and how you have to keep going through that pattern of birth, rebirth, and reset. And I saw this little girl do all three steps in that one moment. Birth, rebirth, reset. And her reset is was, okay, they're not happy for me. They gave me stink faces. And now I have to accept this, even if I have to have this quick meltdown in order to rebirth myself because she was born with them the first birth was with them but she had to do a quick rebirth and from that rebirth she had to reset and in resetting she was able to accomplish her mission all in one moment to release her sisters in a way that she probably never thought she would ever have to do and then she would have to turn and start trusting the kindness of strangers. And it's kind of how that works. It's kind of how that works. I remember when, um, this was about four or five years ago, and it was a freak accident, but I hurt my leg. 
I was actually getting out of the bathtub. I didn't fall or anything. I just hurt my leg. And I went to the emergency. And the doctor told me, okay, you can go to rehab for eight weeks. And I went to rehab, no, for three times. So when I went to rehab and gave him the papers, I said, oh, I have to only come three times. He said, no, three times for the next eight weeks. Oh, my God. I mean, everybody in here is suffering. This is not that bad. And it's like, well, you have to go through some other parts. You'll get these gel shots. I've never heard of gel shots. But you have to come three weeks before we'll give them to you. And I can recall how in the beginning I was angry. I had these mixed emotions because these people are in this rehab yelling and at each at, at, at the therapist and having so much pain and there was one lady and they they were telling her she yells she yelled so loud that they were going to make an album with her screaming every time they touched her and I'm like I'm not this serious it's not that serious but it became one of the one of the better experiences of my life because what I did is I learned that it was a measurement that when people's situation and circumstances ever irritate me like that leg did, they need to be removed. They're not good for me. The situation is not good for me, nor is the circumstance. So it needs to, sometimes things happen in life to give us a measuring of what you will tolerate and will not tolerate. Also, it's like I find that sometimes I did an interview this week with someone. And it was so refreshing because this person was actually on his journey. And the energy that came between us in this interview was phenomenal. And that's what I like. It was a measure. When I completed that program two weeks ago, it was these people, and we were all on one accord. We were all aligned with each other's passion for something. And that's really what it's about, being aligned with um, people's passion. And when you're aligned with the same passion, Everything just really works out well. There's no need to measure your success with someone else's success. There's no need to measure someone else's life with your life. Live your life. Learn to love yourself. It's the only way to do that. Or you get stuck on that hamster wheel and one day again, like my friend said, the alien would come with a fork in one hand and a knife in the other hand and eat you. That's kind of what's going to happen because I feel like the world will eventually balance when people stop the repetition of the foolishness and everybody accept their mission in life, whatever that is, and live that mission. But if people become so focused on 
how other people live, they can't live their own lives. And they become almost like a waste, like, like this epochs on the tapestry. That's just unsightly and disgusting. Nobody wants it. So I just feel like I just wanted to talk about measuring and knowing what your measure of success is. Not anyone else's what your measure of success is. I admire people. And when you get those measures, it's so wonderful because you can make better decisions. And when you get in that energy of people that's aligned with your passion, you don't really want to come away from that. Because when you do, you know it immediately. Once you've been given that gift to be around people with that same alignment, with the same passions in everyone's life. Everyone is doing and saying the things that they should be in their life. And you want a piece of that. But no one really wants the foolishness because it just keeps the birth, rebirth, and reset cycle going over and over. And one day when that stops, they get so exhausted of bringing the noise and bringing the foolishness. The world will all be able to move to calmer waters and everybody will live in peace and harmony as it was supposed to be. And we could allow the planet to heal. It's really not that hard. It's very clear what needs to be done. Yet, many continue to walk around in their own mess. So, in closing, you can go to my blog, fabulousbiscuitsandspilledtea.com and um, read it. I'm, I'm still kind of working on it, but I, I consider myself a work in progress. And so, I'm not perfect at anything. I'm just working at getting there. And um, so in closing, I would like to say my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.